it's Ronnie Davis, and you're listening to Eating More, the place to be if you want to learn how to stop eating in ways that make you feel like crap, if you want to end the weight and food war, and start reimagining healthy eating and living. We'll show you how to change your mind, your food world, and your life with less doing and more being. Today, we're talking before and after transformation photos because they are a scourge upon our earth. And that's coming from somebody who used to literally keep food on her table by sharing before and after photos. For somebody in the fitness, weight loss, or wellness industries, few things are more effective at generating new clients as impressive before and after photos. They were basically my entire marketing plan back then, and I loved sharing them. I really did because at the time... I truly thought they were helping people because that's what everybody believes. That's what we're conditioned to believe, isn't it? That they're motivation. A visual representation of somebody who got themselves motivated, worked really hard and traded that bad, lazy body and lifestyle for the good one, right? And it's a promise that if they can do it, then so can you. And when you're a woman without a strong sense of self or self-worth, Few things feel better than having your own before and afters to share. There's literally no end to the external validation and praise showered upon those of us who show off these, quote, healthy lifestyle changes through weight loss transformation photos. Feels amazing. And weight loss, especially when it's painted with this halo of healthy living and the people who achieve it, are put on one of the highest pedestals our society has ever erected. And that feels amazing when you're living in an afterbody without any other measurable level of self-worth like I was. And so why do I now say they're a scourge and I stopped sharing them? Let's dive in. First, they represent a temporary state, right? So sure, great, the person in the photo got smaller, changed what the package they come in looks like, and took some pictures of it. Well, then what? Do they keep it off? Think about how many times you or somebody you know has ever lost weight over the years. How many of them actually keep it off? Have you ever actually kept it off? Hardly likely. In fact, it's so widely known that nobody ever keeps weight off that it's actually become a running joke. Studies say that 95 to 98% of the people that you are looking at in those weight loss transformation photos today will put it all back on within one year. And up to two thirds of them will weigh 11 pounds more than when they even started within five years. And how do they feel when they, when they do put it back on? That person that you're celebrating today for the weight loss, how do they feel when they put it back on? Right? Sure, it feels awesome to be celebrated and praised when you lose weight, but what happens when it gets regained? How do they feel? The same way way that they felt when they looked like the before picture the first time. The same way most people feel who think that they look like the before picture now. Horrible, embarrassed, full of shame, like failures, disgusting, afraid of their growing bodies, and afraid of the food that they're blaming for causing their growing bodies, afraid of what others will think, like they're worthless, You name it, but you get the point, right? 
And all of those things have really negative mental and physical health consequences. And what about the handful that actually do manage to keep the weight off? What's their life like? Well, speaking firsthand as somebody who was one of them, keeping it off required a nonstop, all-consuming obsession with food, exercise, and my scale. Also, not healthy. They're one moment in time that don't tell the whole story. They tell you nothing about how or why the person lost weight or the condition of their mental or physical health in either picture. Yet the after pictures are automatically celebrated as being the, quote, healthier state. In some of my most impressive after pictures, I can tell you I was significantly less mentally and physically healthy than I was in the heavier before pictures. In most of my afters, especially in the earlier years, I was a raging bulimic or binge eater, and I was being suffocated by crippling depression, anxiety, panic attacks, and self-hate. And my experience is not unique. That's why I started sharing my experience. Because in over a decade of doing this work, I've realized that my story, to varying degrees, has kind of become the norm. Before and afters have become synonymous with healthy living, but for most people, they represent a lot of really unhealthy thought and behavior patterns, disordered eating, and a deep disconnect from ourselves and our bodies. And they have a powerful fail-safe built right in. That fail-safe being that any time we struggle to uphold the image, we blame ourselves rather than the system and the before and afters that are actually what's destroying us. I mean, I get it. The allure of their promises is strong because it feeds one of our most basic human needs, right? That is safety, specifically safety through belonging, because we are so deeply wired for survival, our brains are constantly on the lookout for potential threats. And before and after pictures trigger the area of our brain responsible for detecting threats. Because we think everyone will approve of me, they'll tell me I'm great, and I'll feel secure if I can just lose weight. Living in a body that looks like a before in a society that praises afters, threatens those feelings of security that we so desperately need. We see a before and after picture, and everybody is praising the person for it, right? And what's the first instinct? What's the first thing that happens? We feel bad because we compare ourselves and think, oh, I wish I could do that. Oh my God, I have to do that. I have to lose weight too. And that's literally... What we're sold is the benefit of the before and afters, isn't it? They're promoted as, quote, inspiration, right? They're supposed to get us moving on our own weight loss journeys so that we too can be just as happy and just as successful. But what really happens when that, oh my God, I have to lose weight thought gets triggered? Do we immediately get started? Lose all the weight we wanted to and live happily ever after? Uh, no, that literally almost never happens. What really happens is that they're destroying our body image and having a really harmful impact on our health as a whole. 
because this is how it really plays out. Now, I'm basing this on my own experience, but also over a decade of working with people who have spent their lives trying to lose weight. So what really happens is the first thing is this instant trigger of comparison, right? The more we feel like we look like the before picture, the more we compare and the worse we feel about ourselves. And that triggers fear. We're scared that we're not good enough as we are, which is basically the exact message that before and after pictures send, right? They basically say you're not good enough as you are, which is horribly destructive and toxic. So when the fear is triggered, right, that feeling that I'm not good enough is triggered, in order to cope, we leave the present moment, we disconnect from our bodies and our emotions, and our brains leave the present moment and start looking for safety. So this usually looks like like um, playing out worst case scenarios. It can look like obsessive thoughts, ruminating over the past, over the future, looking for a solution, looking for relief from the fear, which is what makes before and after pictures so effective at selling. They're selling the solution that our brain is looking for in that moment, or rather they're selling the illusion of the solution. They're selling the illusion of the relief that we're looking for in that moment. They're selling the promise of a new state of self-worth, of validation, of connection, of belonging, of acceptance. If we too can just get this magic, get to this magical place of becoming the after picture, we'll have self-worth and validation and connection and belonging and acceptance and love and all these things that we want. So instantly when we get exposed to these before and afters, comparison and fear gets triggered and we start disconnecting from the present moment and these obsessive thoughts arise. Obsessive thoughts about weight loss in particular and even outside of before and after pictures. This is one of the biggest reasons why I always say we have to stop obsessing over weight loss and why I say staying that we stay stuck in these cycles of obsessive thoughts over food and weight because weight loss inspiration is everywhere. Every minute of the day you are exposed, not just to before and after pictures, but weight loss talk or messaging. So it keeps you in this constant state of being disconnected from the present moment in these ways and stuck in those fear-based obsessive thoughts all the time. I have to lose weight. That thought alone causes fear because of how much of our self-worth gets tied up in our weight. So we're scared, we're disconnected from our bodies and we're stuck in these obsessive fear-based thoughts. I can't stay at this weight, I have to lose weight. If I start now and barely eat anything and get to the gym seven days a week, I can lose X amount of pounds by X date and then I can buy X outfit and summer will be so amazing. And then the food food thoughts start, right? Because we know that we can't lose the weight, we can't do that without controlling our intake. So Every second of the day gets consumed with second guessing every food choice we make. And as one client recently put it, it just becomes a series of 500 questions. Was that too much? I'm still hungry, but I ate enough. I thought I ate enough. Did I eat enough? Maybe I didn't eat enough. Maybe I shouldn't have eaten that much. Maybe I should just binge and start over. I want to just binge. Maybe that was too much protein. Was it too much carbs? Maybe I should be a vegetarian or a vegan. Maybe that'll solve my problems. Maybe I need a detox so I can stop craving sugar. (sighs) right that becomes the whole day and it's all fear 
It's all been created by this notion that we need to look and eat a certain way to be worthy of love, belonging, and even health. And it is all fueled by these before and after pictures that are supposedly promoting health. And perhaps worst of all, because we're disconnected to this moment, we're not able to see all of the joy in this moment. We're not able to find the goodness about life in this moment. They keep, it keeps us attached to this idea that we can't live fully or be happy or feel good or healthy or confident until, you know, until we lose weight, until we think we look good enough, until the scale says a certain amount, number, until we have our own before and afters to share. And we get so caught up in all of the, these obsessive fear-based thoughts that we can't make a rational conscious choice because we're stuck in these intrusive thoughts and we believe them, so we act accordingly, right? Buddhist philosophy describes attachment as the root of suffering because when we're attached to these transient external factors, loss is always inevitable. If we're placing our happiness and our health and our self-worth and our confidence on anything outside of ourselves, we are always at risk of losing it. And before and after weight loss transformation photos that are supposedly inspiring and promoting health and healthy lifestyles are having the exact opposite effect. And as soon as I realized that, I stopped sharing them. And that's why I think they need to be a thing of the past in our culture. I mean, honestly, aren't there more important things to be focusing on in our world than whether or not someone's ass has gotten bigger or smaller? Aren't there more important things about you, about who you are as a human, than the size of the package you come in? I think so. I think there are a lot more important things about you. You've been listening to Being More with Ronnie Davis. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about embodied cognitive eating training and access free resources, visit www.ecet.online.